This is the Property Solopreneur Podcast, and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy-to-let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. And we're talking about how you view your success this week, because we're getting towards the end of the year and we're all looking at what we've done and what we hoped we were going to do and what we didn't do. And I think we all fall into two brackets really about this. Some of us will be whooping and leaping around the room going, I've never had such a good year. It's been amazing. In fact, OMG, how amazing am I? You know, you just have this inability to keep yourself on a high of excitement about it. And then, of course, says the others, you'll be beating yourself up because yet again, another year has gone by, not a lot changing, no great increase in wealth. Frankly, that little monkey is on your shoulder telling you that, well, what did you expect? You always knew you wouldn't be able to achieve what everybody else can do. You know, you hear what people do, but that's not really in your capabilities and your skill sets. Now, there are many reasons why people may not feel that they can succeed, but actually it is down to us as to putting how to put ourselves in the right place. And first of all, I'm going to say many of you will have achieved far more than you thought. And you may be one of those people, and this is worth keeping in mind, that actually write a business plan, but it's not the real business plan. No, 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 no. You've written down lots of figures, but the real figure that you're trying to aim for is invisible. And if it's not hit, you feel a failure. So you perhaps had, I want to hit 100 grand this year. And you did. So you should be celebrating. But no, you're not. You're crying. Why? Because the invisible figure said 200,000. You're being so unfair on yourself. And it will just go on because when you've hit that 200,000, you'll then think, well, I want to make a million. And you don't cry. You cry again when you get to a million because it wasn't double digit millions. You constantly self-sabotage in that direction. Now, I know this is uber simplistic. It really is. But it's something I hear a lot about in my one-to-one mentoring and mastermind groups about failure and why people feel they're a failure. And actually, they're quite often not a failure. It's just that they have put it in their mind that they are. And I think you've just got to think about what is it that I'm trying to achieve when you're writing your business plans and being absolutely strict on yourself. If you want to make 100 grand, put down 100 grand. If you want to put down 200 grand, put down 200 grand, but do not have an invisible number. And one of the reasons why I get quite wound up about this is that when I'm working with people, I can get so frustrated. In fact, I could sometimes reach in through my Zoom call and grab somebody by the neck and give them a really good shake and go, think about it. Just for heaven's sake, look at yourself through somebody else's eyes. If you could, you would see a different person to the one that you think you are. You are a success. That person is looking at you, is just looking at you in admiration and going, oh, that's what success looks like. I can't wait to get to that level. What can they teach me? 
about how to do property successfully. And there you are beating yourself up. You really, really aren't doing yourself any favours. And the easiest way really to think about whether you fall into the first or the second camp, incidentally, if you're in the first camp, you know, you're always going to think you're great, to be quite frank. The way you receive and deal with a compliment says an awful lot about your success mindset. It really does. So if you are someone who gets a compliment about what you're doing in property and you go, thank you, and you're massively positive about the compliment back to them, it's because you're accepting the compliment as truth and it reinforces your inner belief. You're doing it right. Whoop, whoop, I'm successful. Yes, I'm successful. I know I'm successful because other people are verifying my success. You know, they are telling me, they're feeding back that I'm a successful person. Isn't that amazing? And it's self-perpetuating, really. The other group, the same compliment is paid to you, but you can't resist sending it back to the sender having been thoroughly rubbished. And we hear it all the time, you know, a property person being complimented on something will often underplay the reason their deal was so fantastic because they underplay the skill, the timing, the power team, the drive that got them the deal and the way they got it through. And they'll say things like, I was just in the right place at the right time and there I was and the deal fell in my lap nonsense. Or the market, the market was terribly kind to me. It, you know, I, it was getting a bit soft, a bit wobbly, but where I was, it all worked. Nonsense. You did a really good job and you had built the right amount of profit margin into what you were doing. Another one is, uh, well, well, finance. My mortgage broker is amazing. You know, it could sell snow to the Eskimos. So I knew the finance would go through. Nonsense. You were able to get that finance because A, you've chosen a broker who understands what you're doing. You're not just using any mainstream person, but you provided them with the figures and the work they needed to be able to display to the lender that you were worth lending to. The most common actually is, well, I was terribly lucky sorry, lucky had nothing to do with it. You know, if you're working in an area that's really outstanding at the moment, it's because you've done your sums and you know that area is going to be good for you. I could go on, couldn't I? So you've got to be really, really firm with yourself. Have you, have you heard anything or slightly similar to the above just coming out of your lips? You know, the more you say it, the more you're going to believe it. So you've got to get a grip, haven't you? You are actually in control of your brain, your voice box and your lips. So get them all working together and starting to say the stuff that you want to hear. And then you'll start to believe it. The more you say it, the more you believe it. It's absolutely true. So when you get that lovely compliment that your single let was an absolute stonker, then say, yes, it was. It delivered on my plan. It will go on delivering for years and years, being the backrock of your income in your property portfolio. And delight on it and enthuse and listen to the compliments in the same way that the clever clogs in the corner of the room who's doing a 23-bed commercial to residential with a GDV worth 1.5 is delighting in it and talking to his friends and, and, and being admired by others. Everybody in property will find that they're doing something totally different to anyone else in a room. And yet, interestingly, we can all look at the numbers, look at what you've done and go, wow, that was good. That was successful. And it's not about being the biggest and the cleverest and getting the most money every year. It's about did you deliver on what you wanted to deliver? It's personal. You know, that is the thing that you've got to do. Well, it may be that you're just looking for an excuse as to why things aren't going your way. Now, it's very human, isn't it? 
Well, I think it's worth looking at your business plan more than what you're doing because you can tweak your mouth, your brain, and all those sorts of things. But actually, what did your business plan ask you to do and how did you execute it? That's actually where the problem for whether or not you've had a successful year is going to come in. And that's where the problem will be. And it shouldn't be rocket science to find out which bit of it's gone wrong. And if this is where your problem lies, then send me an email or contact me through my website. The details are actually in the show notes, so I'm not going to bore you with how to spell my name or anything else. And let's get working together to make you a successful, profitable and a property person who's enjoying every moment of property. And that includes being able to respond to a compliment really, really well and getting you feeling fantastic about it. Do you know, if it wasn't something so personal, so part of you, you'd want to do something about it, wouldn't you? If you couldn't do something fundamental like, well, let's just see, doing private finance, what would you do? Yes, you'd go on a course, wouldn't you? You would go and talk and find someone who's really good at it, who understands how to communicate about it, and you would practice and you would not feel bad if you didn't do it right first time. You would just go on doing it and doing it and doing it until it becomes second nature and it becomes part of you and part of your success. So to succeed or not to succeed, it's up to you to ask the question and to take on board the answer, find the answers and to help to remove that blockage. Right. That blockage of how to do success is now out of the way, isn't it? So let's get on and find a more pressing problem in our business, you know, something that needs solving so that we can make next year the best year ever. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist.